0: Hey coaches, Brian Blackburn here again for the Pound the Rock podcast, hardwoodtexas.com. We're going to continue our our, uh, talk with Hall of Fame coach Joe Lombard. This is part two of our series with him. Uh, The first part, he did a great job of expanding on the blessings of coaching and some of the things that maybe we overlook from time to time in our coaching profession Next, we're going to talk about uh, program philosophy, some things that uh, Coach Lombard does at Canyon that uh, make them great. And we're going to focus on uh, the junior high program and what he does there, the junior high program specifically, and then player development along with that. Once again, our podcast is sponsored by HardwoodTexas.com and our sponsors Huddle, Waterboy Graphics, Scholastic Steel, Jeremy Thomas Agency Allstate, and tumbleweed Textiles. Coaches, enjoy this second part to our series with Hall of Fame coach Joe Lombard. Let's go ahead and switch gears here and start talking about uh, the the junior high program philosophy. And the reason I wanted to talk about this is because uh, this totally caught me off guard whenever we, we first met and started talking, and I talked more with Tate. You may not run the same offense as uh, as the varsity. You may not run the same offense as the 8th grade team with the 7th grade team. And I know that's that's part of your personality. You like to do that. But why don't you talk a little bit about your junior high program, some things that you're trying to build with, with the junior high program, and, and even your access with them.
1: Yeah. Well, i tell you, the junior high thing, the junior high program, if I go interview for a job, that may be the number one uh, priority that I have. I want to make sure uh, that school allows me to have uh, control of the junior high program because that's your lifeline. That's, uh, I, we want to be good every year. And so, you know, there's going to be years you have better athletes, but that's not an excuse. We want to be good every year. And so you got to develop those junior high players those junior high kids uh, where they can compete on the high school level once they get there. And so this is the number one thing I go to, I go to the junior high every day and, uh, I don't really ever miss unless, uh, we left early for a varsity game or, I mean, I'm there pretty much every day. And, uh, I want to, I want to make sure those kids or, uh, I want, to, I want to be around them. I want to form relationships. I want to teach fundamentals, and uh, we want to get those guys going in the, in the right direction. And, uh, and then also I want to uh, help our junior high coaches and uh, help show them how I want to coach, the things I want to teach them and how we want to do it. And uh, so, uh, yeah, I mean, it's extremely important. And I've been blessed to have so many good coaches along the way, uh, but uh, if I'm if I'm a personnel person out there and I'm hiring somebody to be a junior high coach, number one is I want somebody's got great character, uh, and number two, they have knowledge of the game. Yeah. And to me, hiring the right kind of the, the right the person that has the character, the work ethic, uh, you can teach them. Simple parts of the game that uh, that need to be taught in junior high, and uh, I think that's uh, that's a huge thing. But uh, we go down there every day, Brian, and uh, you know it's fundamentals. It's fundamentals, boring stuff, maybe, <laughs> uh, but uh, you know just teach them how to. Mainly, number one is how to shoot it, uh, but uh, teach them how to pass, catch, dribble, defend, block out. Uh, teaching them those things day after day after day. You'd be surprised how many of our kids don't have that, don't have a back. A lot of them don't start until seventh grade. And that's, uh, you think, uh, gosh, in Canyon, Texas, they're all starting in second grade. And we have a few of those, but I would say at least half our kids never have even played anything when we get them in seventh grade. Wow. uh, That's a, that's a, you know, you got a lot of work to do. And you got a lot of time. And so I'm grateful we get to do basketball uh, throughout the school year. Uh, once we get to the track season, we uh, we run during the period and get them out of the gym for a couple months. But then we bring them back in at the end of uh, spring training. Uh-huh. And uh, for the last four to six weeks, we have them at the gym uh, getting ready for the next year. Uh, some of the things that we really – rest to them in seventh grade are right and left-hand layups and working on the set shot yeah and so we we want those kids kids to master those parts of shooting uh in the eighth grade then we add the offside hook the layback shot if you want to call it that and the jump shot Mm -hmm. and so there's a little progression right there in our junior high of We want to make sure they have that set shot down before they actually go to the jump shot. Jump shot is a little more of a coordination and strength thing, and so sometimes it takes a while to get it. But the set shot from day one, we're working on that, and we're just trying to develop good shooters. Yeah. And uh, Again, fundamentals uh, like crazy, and uh, uh, teach them how to work hard, how to pay attention. Eyes are on the coach when the coach is speaking. Uh, eyes are on the player when the player's speaking. Mm-hmm. And so we're working together, building those relationships. And uh, uh, and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I really like it. I like working with those young kids. Uh, but at the same time, it's really part of my job. My schedule is to go over there two periods a day. And, uh, and there's a lot of schools up here in West Texas to get that opportunity but uh, I think that's a key reason why we've probably been successful. If you want to know the secret, that's <laughs> the secret.
0: Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, don't you think it's maybe one of the most overlooked areas as well, you know, when a, when a high school coach is hired? Let's say at a big school district and there's, there's three middle schools feeding into your high school. Don't you think maybe that might be the most overlooked areas involving the junior highs?
1: year there's no doubt about it and uh, uh and that's like i said that's uh if you want to be good year and year out you've got to do it through the junior highs and uh, if you have three junior highs and you can't be at all at the same time you've got to do things to uh let those guys know what drills you want them to run how you want to teach fundamentals whether you give them stuff in writing or you you uh give them a video presentation or whatever. I actually do, the first six weeks of the school year, I actually do the workouts. Uh, so I, I plan them, I lead them. My junior high coaches assist me. And then after that first six weeks, uh, they take it, I assist them. Yeah. And so so they. it's not like I'm going to leave them out on an island and just tell them, hey, do your best i'm gonna I'm gonna show them exactly what I want them to do. And, uh, and so uh, that way, if, especially if they're young coaches, they learn and uh, learn as they go along. And if they're older coaches, uh, they need to do it my way. they need to do it the way of the head coach. And so uh, but, man, what a great, I mean, you have all this uh, type of uh, collaboration with your coaching staff. Uh what a great great way to do practices and uh you're never by yourself and if there's a coach that has to miss, I mean the other coaches know what needs to be done and and so uh yeah, it's huge. But Brian I tell you the junior high program is probably number one on our list.
0: That's that's great to hear and I know that's something that a lot of coaches need to hear because that may get overlooked, and you know on on the boys' side, I know that we we have to wait a lot for for football to be over and things like that, but still once once that that junior high season starts, there's still opportunity before school practices uh, their class period is different than ours. you know that I need to be going down there more probably, and uh, like you said I, I I probably spend the first two weeks doing it and then hand it over to the junior high coach, and you're probably in the same boat, your junior high coaches. Hasn't one of them been there for 30 years? Do you have a... Do you...
1: <laughs> well, don't tell her I said that because she doesn't want to be thought of being old, you know. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I've had some through the years that have been there many, many years. I, I have had a couple coaches in junior high that are probably in their 50s. Uh, I don't have anybody that old right now. Everybody is uh, probably in their 20s or 30s. But... Uh, <laughs> I have a, a, a JV coach. He's in his fifties. In fact, I guess Johnny's my Johnny Hampton's is probably uh-huh. five or six younger, five or six years younger than I am. Uh, yeah. But uh, man, you know, you, and you just make them have some ownership in it and feel a huge part. It's not just Joe Lombard, this or that. It's us together trying to help these kids be as good as we can get them, and so. It's a team effort. I, I dang sure can't do it all by myself. Yeah. But, uh, but again, I'm going to be there. I'm going to demonstrate how we want to coach and what we want to be coaching. And, uh, uh, you know, I'm going to be in charge of that. That's my responsibility. So even if I'm in a big 6A, uh, I'm going to be, <laughs> you know, I've got a huge interest in those kids that are coming up to me uh, in the future it's not just a one-year deal and i'm out of town and i'm going to another job i want to stay I, I don't like to move i don't like to pack and unpack that uh, moving van i want i want to yep. stay in one spot and i want to develop players and uh, you know it's a uh, you know you, and if you do that you really have a chance to be consistent year in and year out and be in the mix you're not going to win it every year you're not going to but you're going to be competitive, I bet, if you got a really good, solid foundation with the junior highs. Yeah. So I can't emphasize that enough.
0: Well, we know you don't like to move. You don't. You don't even like to be on the bus or the airplane. You just you <laughs> like you like to be at home or at the movie theater or at the gym, right? I mean, that's that's uh yeah, that that's your wheelhouse right there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I go to the golf course in the summer, okay, and then, but that's
0: it. That's it. <laughs> well. I think there's something to be said for that too, and that could be a whole different podcast. You know, just being simple, just keeping your life simple. If you put too much stuff in it and have too many hobbies or too many things, then maybe, maybe uh, basketball yeah. is not the best best sport to be coaching because it takes it takes a lot of time. I think that's a whole another podcast, possibly. <laughs> I think
1: so, I, the simple thing for sure, Brian, is really good to be a coach, keeping things simple and how you communicate. Uh one of the one of the great coaches that I was able to learn from was Dean Weiss. Yeah. And uh to me his strength was his communication to the players. It wasn't just his his knowledge of the game was really good, but his strength was how he communicated and them being able to understand what he's trying to get them to understand. Right. And uh sometimes We as coaches, we know way too much, and uh, I know that's, uh, you try to, you know, (laughs) almost uh, do too many things, and then you don't become as good as you can be. Uh, Keeping it simple, consistent, make them work hard, uh, those things are really, really important.
0: Yeah, I I got a good quote uh, from a theology professor the other day that said, know your subject profoundly and share it simply. <laughs> and yeah,
1: and you know, uh, your exact share it is 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 it. I mean, you, uh, uh, you know, I, I feel like we all have some type of gift to share. I think God's blessed all of us with something, you know, that we. And uh, the neat thing is that can become our avenue. That can be how we can uh, work with young people, witness with young people young people into uh good citizens uh there's some way that we can uh use our gift that we have and so uh you know being able to coach and teach kind of leads right up to uh, a yeah. higher priority and so uh, uh it's all interwoven though to me it's all you know when i uh when i talk about things that are important i always say you know, God and Jesus, that's number one, family number two, and three is basketball. But, you know, basketball for all of us are, I mean, that's a close number three. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes too close. No doubt. But same, they're all interwoven. That's, that's who we are. Uh, God's given us some type of blessing or calling, and uh, we get the, the neat opportunity to be able to coach or do whatever we're called to do. But as we do that, uh, we do it in the right way, and we can uh, hopefully make a difference and, you know, touch people and uh, uh, help others uh, in whatever job we may be doing. So hopefully we're touching, you know, we're touching obviously a lot of lives when we're, when we're teachers or coaches, but uh, you get an opportunity to do that just about any uh, walk of life.
0: Yeah,